Mm. Let's all meet us halfway. Tim, welcome back to another episode. And everybody, welcome back. We're all going to meet each other halfway this week. Totally. That that was the moving song. Uh, and we don't just get to hear it once. We get to hear it about 94 times. Yeah, I so. know. I feel like I, I know every word just from watching that movie one time. Yeah, I, I broke my radio. It doesn't matter because I just sing it to myself in my truck all day. Uh, the, the king of 80 soundtracks, Maybe Kenny Loggins. Halfway. He gave the world Danger Zone and Footloose. <laughs> and that Caddyshack song, I forget. I'm all right. No, 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 man, I'm out, out. So you could tell that... Uh, Golden Globe has probably paid him a shitload of money for that song, and they're like, we're going to get our money's worth for this song. We're oh, going to play it ten times in the they, movie. They definitely did that. I mean, they even uh, they made a music video for the movie out of that of song, too. So the, the, the promotion they did, which, of course, I wasn't really relevant at that time, so I don't know how much promoing they did back then, but this seems, uh, if I can say it, over the top. <laughs> oh, um, I didn't even think about that. That's, that's not that's not the first time that's gonna come. You know, I, I hate to interrupt. I was laughing, but I'm really fucking furious right now. Oh boy! You know, Griff, we got a Facebook page. We do. Well, I do. And I last week, I like I do every week. I was uh, updating it. With the latest episode, New Barbarians. Go check it out if you haven't listened. And uh, I, had made, I had the audacity to post. I always post pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the audacity to post a picture of a stunt dummy exploding. Naturally. And apparently I got flagged for that. Apparently that verboten on Facebook. I mean, we bragged about those stunt dummies, so that was right. a natural. Right, so course. I wanted to let you guys see, you know, because none of you guys yeah. are going to watch that movie, so I want you to at least see what we were talking about. And uh, so we get, we just get flagged. We don't get, like, kicked off or anything. And I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, I actually went to the effort to change the picture. I put, I took the picture out. I figured that's probably what said it all. Yeah. I put a picture of Fred Williamson. You okay. Know? And that's a good plan B. Right, yeah. So then I go, well, you know what? I'm here because I'm always about improving, always making the show better because that's what it's about. Yeah. Always improvement, Griff. Yeah. And because I don't go halfway. Life will not meet you halfway, Griff. Shit. Well, you'll learn about that later in the okay. episode. So I'm, I'm like, I started punching up some old summaries, you know, fixing the punctuation, mm. wh- whatnot. I like and it. And then Mr. Grammar over here. Exactly. What? I mean, we we're I don't want to, I don't make you don't you don't care, but I still don't want to make you look stupid. You're still part of the team. I don't want to like people might go, "Wow, that Griff's stupid." And I'm like, "No, oh, it's wow. Tim who's fucking it up." I, hey, people aren't giving me all the credit for this. They know it's a two-man operation. Yeah. Well, so I get disabled. They disable my account, cut me off from it, and they're like We've noticed suspicious activity. Like, yeah, yeah, pro- yeah. It is suspicious. People actually improving their shit. People actually talking about awesome shit for a change on Facebook. Yeah, right. that is suspicious, isn't it? We've noticed you try to use our platform for something good. Right. You didn't denounce any kind of uh, minority or anything. You just I tried never to spread the good that. word. I never. I never swear. I never put nudity. It's a clean Facebook. Yes. Considering cl- what we're covering here, exactly. It's clean. And considering who's writing it, it's super fucking clean. Yeah. And. 
I'm so fucking furious. We're still not on Facebook right now. They still have not approved us to get back on. And you're probably all saying, Tim, who gives a fuck? None of us read your fucking Facebook. I care. All uh, right? Because I did it. It's the principle. Yeah. And it's like, it's like this fucking Zucker. I, I mean, I, the, 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 blow, the, the dummy thing was probably, because his first love was probably a blow-up doll. So he probably has some issues with that. Yeah. I fixed it. Not good enough. So I just want to let everybody know. Bl- dummies blowing up? No. Uh... Holocaust denial? Yes. Straight out of Zuckerberg's mouth. You can go on Facebook and deny the Holocaust, but you can't show dummies getting blown up. Sure. I mean, there's got to be an open debate about that, right? No. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Everybody knows Nazis are bad guys. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Well, some people don't, but we're not going to get into that. Yeah, let's not do that. I just want to say a big fuck you to Zuckerberg. I kid, guy looks like fucking data from st- fucking next generation well, that's what without all, the personality. That's what all the memes about him are. Is yeah. that he's a robot? <laughs> I mean, he's got those fucking cold, soulless black guys. Yes. I've seen more soul and more warmth coming from a great white shark as it's swallowing a baby seal. The- he is a monster, <laughs> and he's, he, he's going to try to run for president. Do not vote for this guy. He's a monster. I don't think he would do that. But the only person who's ever looked weirder drinking water, Zuckerberg. And Trump. He's weird. He's weird at everything. If you remember Trump trying to grab his little bottle of water with two hands like he was a raptor. Well, he's got tiny hands. Zuckerman did the same thing where he was like trying to figure out, do I lean my head in or do I bring my hand up? And it was like he met half. He met halfway. <laughs> and he ended up clunking a tooth. <laughs> God. Fucking idiot. So, like, I know back in... Like I don't know, a year ago, everyone was like to say they were going to quit Facebook because of the Russian meddling shit, and no one did. If there's ever a reason for you guys to quit Facebook, is to stand with solidarity <laughs> with us and say "fuck you, Zuckerberg." We want Golden Globes Theater back on Facebook. You were telling me about a super fan we have, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm done with this discussion, by the way. I'm just going to leave it up to our f- super friend from Norway, my man, Golem Vlar. Globestog, hit it! Anyone who doesn't like Golden Globes Theater is afraid of himself. You motherfuckers, you are afraid of yourself. Of Golden Globes Theater. Shit, what'd you say? His name was Golvestog. Golan, his name is Golanvar Globestog. Golden and, Star. and he, they, people fear themselves and Golden Globus Theater indeed. Jesus Christ. I'm gonna, we're going to have to send that man a plaque because that... You Number one say, fan. His heart was in it. Fuck yeah, it was. Because he loves heart. us. He's the first... Dude, literally, when we put... Uh, we uh, upload uh, an episode, yeah. literally, as soon as it's uploaded, he listens to it. He fucking doesn't even get... Like, he gets it from Google Drive when I upload it to that. Before the episode's even... Pu- we should probably look into it. He might be <laughs> <laughs> up to some nefarious stuff. Uh... We won't. We, let's not worry about that, though. Let's worry these people about something. Yeah, let, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm enough of my complaint. Let's talk about something exciting. And what's more exciting than the ultimate Golan Globus starring Stallone starring movie of all time? Over the top. What are the odds on Lincoln Hawks? Twenty to one, pal. Be a long shot. Hawks. Let's go. The world meets nobody halfway. Remember that. I don't have a father, sir. The world 
has always bet against Lincoln Hawks. This guy's nothing. Why'd you leave us? It won't happen again. What my grandson found, I don't care how you do it, do it. But a winner never listens to the odds. Whatever happens, I want you to stay with him. You ain't got a prayer in Vegas. You never had anything, so you have nothing to lose. All I want to do is hurt him, cripple him, get him off the table. All I care about is you. You're my boy, you understand? The world beats nobody halfway. Now is the time to do for yourself. I want you. Sylvester Stallone, over the top. All right. Uh, you know, Griff, I learned something from watching this uh, movie. I did not know that the man himself, Menachem Golan, directed this movie. Of course. It's a goddamn I, gift. Yeah, and I also did not know that, S- that Sly himself co-wrote this I mean, movie. Yeah. You know, I brought up John Stockton before. Carl the Mailman Malone and John Stockton. They were the dream team? No. Which one? Menachem Golan. Well, the dream team is Golan Globus. It's not Golan and fucking Stallone. Yeah, but when you're talking about the content. I mean, yeah, think about it. Stallone only did two movies for Golan Globus. This is the second one. And it cost, what it cost, it says, my notes say it's 2.5 million and it made 16 million. But um, I'm going to, of course, have to. Correct you there. What? I mean, Stallone alone made twelve million on this movie. What the yeah. fuck? So it it was. I I, I don't know why. Because like, if you do a simple Google, yeah, sure, you get two point five. The right? figure you told me. I mean, that's what I thought. This movie so cheap looking. I figured it had to be two point. Oh yeah, I even said to you, I was like, how did it cost twenty six million to film this movie? Because the sets are a truck, outside of some kind of lawn, uh, a bar. Inside of a casino. And a casino. And outside a casino. Outside a casino. So, like, four to five sets. And that somehow cut... No. Fucking acting. They, for some reason, cut that budget on Google. You have to do a deep dive. Okay. I got the deep dive. So, this movie, of course, only made $16 million, So, it's about $10 million under uh, budget. Yeah, I remember this movie tanked. Yeah, I remember that. And I don't get it. This is this is a wonderful movie. Uh, I got. I have to disagree with you, Griff. Um, well, you I can... uh, I've seen this movie probably five times and only once willingly, and that was last night when I watched it for this episode. Because when I was in uh, junior high, we uh, I guess we used to have like a bunch of windows like on the outside walls, and they decided that's where windows usually go. Yeah, <laughs> and. They decided for the, like budget reasons, like save on heating. They were, they were gonna just put two windows. They were gonna like wall them up, sure. Make the make the school basically look like a prison. Which, yeah, which I guess is preparing the people I went to school with for their future. Okay, but and they decided. I guess they got it cheaper during the school year. They could you should, you think they do this during the summer, but they did it during the school year. So what they did when whenever they were working on a class that I had. They, they would descend us to the auditorium and they would make us watch movies. Oh, right. So we had like two movies. One was this fucking movie called Daryl. 
I think I've told you about yeah. it. Oh, about yeah, yeah, a, about yeah. a kid who was a robot, yep. which we will never talk about on this show. And my friend Brian is listening. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. And then and there was this fucking movie, Over the Top. So I saw it like fucking four times during that school year. And I was happy never seeing it again. And uh, I'm, I'm still right about that. You see, it's obvious why you're upset about it. And I'm happy to talk about that after I lay down some sweet facts for you. Because I did the deep dive here. Okay. So I really want you to know Persuade these facts. Persuade me. Huh? Persuade me. Persuade you? Yeah. Well, you're going to be shocked to find out that uh, he originally, when Sly wrote up you know, the script, because he did the first draft, it was actually just Rocky Four. He just handed them Rocky Four. Okay. Yeah. Nobody noticed for a month after shooting. So it was, they supposed, were to be like, shooting. It was supposed to be a Russian arm wrestler? Yeah. Okay. Bo was Russian. First of all, it's Bull. It's not Bo. I don't know why you keep saying Bo. Yeah, I think he's cooler as Bo. It's Bull. No, yeah, it's... I think a guy called Bull is way cooler than Bo. Yeah. So, uh, Literally. what's even better is that movie Creed. It's actually supposed to be a sequel to this movie. What? Yeah. Creed is a sequel to Over the Top. Creed was originally a sequel to Over the Top. I've been waiting for the closure because I want to know what happens at the end. You know, we'll get to that, but. Yeah, Creed was uh, originally written to be a sequel to this Wait, movie. wait, wait. Deep so dive. You don't I've, do the deep I've dive. Heard I've never seen Creed, so I can't. I'm just going to make up what I think happens in Creed. So uh, a young black man gets mentored by Lincoln Hawk. Well, I've just told you. Or is it supposed to be his son, Mike? It's supposed to be his son, Mike. Okay. All right, that makes more they, sense. You can easily switch out young boxer for a young entrepreneur. It's no big deal, Okay. Entrepreneurs have to fight people all the time, so it's just like, okay, we exchange boxing ring for office space. You know, big, no big deal. So uh, let me continue with this deep dive. I've only got yeah. a couple more facts for you. Right, real listening. deep, real deep. I'm listening. <sighs> Sly, Sylvester, Mr. Only, Stallone. Mr. Stallone, only the sixth best arm wrestler on staff for the shooting. I told, well, they had. Real professional arm wrestlers on the movie. Yeah, we're not even including that. them, though. What? Yeah, not even including them. So, like, what are you saying? Like, some guy in catering was a better arm wrestler? Than it's Stallone? funny you mentioned the guy in catering. <laughs> the guy at the crafts and services table. He was actually number one. His name was Cliff. He the was magic gore- of movies, I guess. He was apparently really good at arm wrestling. Uh, he, You know, he, he had better... Boy, but I, even when he took it over the top, he couldn't beat him? Well, you see... <laughs> That's movie magic. Oh, really? This you know what work? part makes sense, though, is the technique, because apparently that's how he did it. Well, Cliffy. Okay. He had better technique. Last, la- last, last deep fact for you here. Okay. Uh, Sly wrote this movie about him and his father's relationship they never had. Wow. That I, my, you've, you changed my mind. Yeah. So. I've always thought, like, I would have. I, if only my dad had taught me arm wrestling, I think we would have had a better relationship. You know, this is why you never appreciate the movie when you're in high school, is because you were too upset at your dad. You know what? You might be onto something. Yeah. Do you want I, to talk about me and my dad's relationship? Not really. Okay. I will say that I love this movie, and I had a great relationship with my dad. So I think there, that, that's Way the missing Way to rub it one. in, thanks. I'm not trying to rub it in. I'm just trying to figure out the differences here. Meet me halfway, Griff. I'm going to go ahead and meet you halfway. But let's meet our bank account halfway. That's right. 
I forgot. Time for the commercial. Time to make the money. We need it. Yeah. We need it. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, Griff, but they're still doing this over-the-top arm wrestling competition. No way. Yeah, I mean, it's seen better days. It's not at the Hilton anymore. It's at our new sponsor, Amazing Casino, located yeah. in Reno, Nevada. The, Re- the classy side of Reno, Nevada. I like it. It's a little place called... Well, why am I... Let's, let's, let's just let the commercial tell it for you, explain it. I like that. I like that. Oh, America. Mel Copper here to talk to you about some amazing athletic events happening at the Gold Digger Casino and Truck Stop. With me, as always, is my announcing partner, Kip Wellington. But before we get into that, I just want to thank our friends over at the Golden Globe Trotter Podcast. <laughs> That's Golden Globus, Mel, and thank them indeed. Welcome to the fabulous Gold Digger Casino and Truck Stop, located on the classy side of Reno, Nevada. Home for the past five years to the greatest competition on earth, the annual over-the-top arm wrestling invitational. But that's not all we have to offer. The Gold Digger Casino also plays host to some of the most exhilarating tournaments the world has to offer. Here are just a few. Let's get ready to ramble! Since time immemorial, man has looked to the stars, but only a select few had what it takes not to blink. That's why the Gold Digger Casino is proud to partner with Visine to host the 23rd annual Stare Down Showdown, the preeminent staring competition. By day, he works for the DMV, but in the hexagon, Steady Steve Sanchez stares daggers into the competition. Will he retain his third championship in a row, or will he be taken down by Polly Peekaboo Petruzzi? When Petruzzi stares into the abyss, the abyss looks away. Watch as ocular assassins are taken out in the blink of an eye. I guarantee all eyes will be glued to this competition. Staring. Just sounds like a couple of lost souls. Staring into each other's eyes, realizing they've wasted their short lives chasing Lady Medusa's glory. I chased that beast for four scores, and all I have is several sores as proof of my courageous endeavor. (laughs) Exactly, Mel. Tic-tac-toe. A simple game, right? Not when it's played by these gladiators of the grid. Though not as physical as its spiritual cousin, football, the more cerebral tic-tac-toe is every bit as brutal when it comes to the X's and O's. Whether it be a cross, down, or diagonal, the strategy displayed is mind-boggling. Oh boy, X marks the spot where you should be watching this amazing competition. I once saw one of those factual films about how this game almost brought us to World War III. Talk about serious stakes. Are there any competitors likely to murder us all via nuclear holocaust today? I'd really like to get my pocketbook out for that one. Uh, You know what? Let me just go ahead and take take us into this next game. Hide the prostitute. That's a game I'm willing to play. Just get a couple of buds, brews, hallucinations. Whoa, 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 partner. uh, uh, uh. We've got something much more exciting on hand for our audience. I doubt it. This next event will have you saying, oh my pog. That's right. The 90s craze is back. Returning champion Son of Slam is back with his handmade slammer. Whittled down from a kidney stone he ejected back in the 90s when he began his decades-long winning streak. As always, the world's 
greatest poggers will be in attendance, looking to pull off a major upset and take home the holy grail of the pog world, the highly coveted Silver Stallone pog, modeled after his most beloved character, Lincoln Hawk from the smash hit Over the Top. Sure, the stakes are high, but the stack of pogs are even higher. Not sure all this uh, competes with prostitution, but, you know... I didn't respect this game until I ended up swallowing one of those bad boys and needing several hours of surgery. This game is to be respected. And finally, a game that truly demands our respect. A game of life or death. Murder in its most respectable form. (laughs) Well, not quite murder, but certainly the next best thing. Now, anyone can be themselves, but it takes a true warrior to be someone else. Live-action role-playing or LARPing to those in the know, is a sport popular all over the world. Have you ever wondered who would win in a fight between John Rambo and the Terminator? Could Snake Plissken outsmart Neo? Well, wonder no longer, because we created the ultimate LARPing tournament to decide who's the best of the best. We've gathered the finest competitors in the LARPing community and set them loose in a challenge for the ages. Find out if hours of efforts into costume design help the combatants on the path to glory. So, you're telling me there's... No murder involved. They just hit each other with foam weapons, complain if a piece of their costume is disturbed. Seems like a bunch of turds that wasted their lives watching movies and designing rip-off costumes instead of experiencing death first-hand. No death, Mel, but I assure you, it's murderously entertaining. And this is just a taste of the upcoming pulse-pounding events happening at the fabulous Gold Digger Casino and Truck Stop, where your dollar goes farther than our world-famous Leftover Buffet. We'll be there, won't you? God damn, that really makes me want to go back to Nevada. Fuck yeah, man. It's like, I just, I mean, fuck Vegas. Just skip straight to Reno. All about Reno, man. I hear Reno's the the real high rollers. I I mean, they sent us over the schedule, and they they have some, some crazy shit like every weekend. Like, right, you, I actually, they asked me if I could, I could be a guest, uh, the ring guy, the guy who brings the bell at the tic-tac-toe oh, thing. Yeah, oh. I, I said, sure, man, it's an you honor. You gotta go. Did they, well, are uh, they gonna comp you the well, like, and shit? Or? No, y- no, yes. I no, have yes. To, I have to get find my way out there on my own. Okay, okay. But they will give me a room half off. Oh. That's... But it's very... Very, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, so I'm going to... All right, so let's just uh, fuck it and get right to this goddamn movie yeah, let's then, right? let's finally get into this movie. Let's get into this goddamn movie, so... If we have to. Let's do it. Okay, well, while we're... I'll meet you halfway. Meet me halfway, that's... and let's talk about this gold mine of a movie. So, of course, Sly's going to be a deadbeat dad kind of figure in this movie, and He's a piece of shit in this movie. We're gonna get the first hint of that right <laughs> off the bat. His kid's getting ready for graduation. What, yeah, he, but what, like, he's like twelve. Where's he graduating from? Uh, middle school. You do that at twelve? Yeah, sure. Uh, that seems about right. No. Yeah. You start? No, you start high school at oh, fourteen. Oh, fourteen. Yeah, fuck it. I don't know. I, it's like, I, I think it's just like, I don't know, summer vacation. I don't know. It's, it's, it's some weird military school, he said. Yeah. So he's having a graduation for whatever the fucking reason. Uh, but, of course, 
Sly doesn't give a fuck. Maybe he's like us, where he's like, I don't know why they're giving him a graduation. Right. So he's just hanging out on the side of the road, bathing himself, bathing combing. his car. He's yeah, washing the truck, washing shining his truck. it up. It's like a goddamn <laughs> erotic magazine cover. Him just sprawling out over the truck. Spend, and so, like, so he because he's spending so much time doing his hair in the mirror. He actually misses this gradu- whatever this graduation thing, whatever it is. He misses yeah. it. So like, because he's a douche, he's a fucking deadbeat yeah. dad, and he shows, and he's proving it. Yup. And he shows up. The kid, he's like, I don't think he was. Ex- the kid was expecting his grandpa to pick him up. Yes. And even grandpa wouldn't show up. Well, no, grandpa sent a limo because yes. grandpa's so much more caring. Right. Well, he is. We, well, you, when you when you really break this movie down, grandpa's the true hero of this, this movie. But we'll get into that later. Yeah. So, uh, you fuck. So, <laughs> so he finally shows up, and immediately everybody there knows what Lincoln Hawk's about. They see what a piece of shit he is. They're yeah. Like, well, he shows up, and he, of course he's got his rig. I mean, he doesn't have any cargo with him right now, no, but he's, he's got this piece of shit truck. Right. He pulls in. He's got a clip-on tie. He's, his hair's looking good. Got his work boots on. Yeah. He's, he tucked in his pants, got his suspenders, got a tie. He's looking good. Good as he can. He's trying. Not Does as it, good for these snobby motherfuckers. Yeah. Everybody is eyeballing the fuck out of him. Who is he? Yeah. Like, everybody there apparently is, like, really rich. Right, yeah. It's a rich so, military academy. I thought military academy was kind of like, uh, I I need you to be disciplined, but I don't have money kind of thing. I I don't get the whole thing because the kid seems like he's pretty together. I mean, I don't know why he needs to be at a military school. Yeah. Well, that's why he's together. We don't know his past as much uh, as we right. know Hawk's past. He must past. have been acting out. He could have been lashing out at Grandpa. Yeah. You're right. Grandpa could have uh, been like, I don't want to take the belt on you, boy. So th- so he's like about to get in the limo, and they're like, hey, Mike, the colonel needs to see you, whatever. Yeah. So he comes in, comes in the room, Lincoln Hawk, that slides the character's name's there. And he's like, your father's here to see you. I don't have a father. And he's like, can I see some ID? Yeah. He steps up. He's like, I need to see ID, sir. I don't, he's never seen this guy. He could be a fucking No, it, it's perfectly reasonable. And he's like, well, yeah, yeah. And he shows like a picture, a wedding picture a wedding of him picture. and his mom. Which, you know, I mean, well, I guess this is 88. It couldn't be Photoshop back then. I was going to say, yeah, nowadays but, people would be then, like, that's Photoshop. And the colonel's like, that's all I need. Take him. And so he's like, your mother, because we learned that his mom is dying of a mysterious illness. We never learned what this illness is. We just know she's dying. Yeah. And her last wish is that they reconnect. It's reasonable. That, yes, I'll, I'll give him that. It's reasonable. So, just, so, so instead of flying to California to be with mom, they're going to they're gonna cross yeah. country drive in his yep. truck. And they're going to have, it's, he builds it up. He's like, yes, it's going to be a two, three. He whispers through this whole movie. Mumbles like, and whispers. He yeah. barely enunciates. Um, yeah. So he's like, it'll be two to three days. We'll get out there. I got to pick up some cargo and, uh, you know. Yeah, he's still got to do his job. So they're building it up. They're going to have a nice father-son road trip. They're going to talk. Well, the kid says perfectly, you think that ten- you can make up for ten years in two to three days? And you know, it sl- turns out, yeah, he can. Hawk was right. I mean, he was like being reasonable about it. He wasn't upset. He was like, "It's the toughest match in my life." All right, I arm wrestled. This is like a uh, super arm wrestling match. Arm, um, 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 arm wrestling emotions. 
This is the arm wrestling of emotions. Sure, it, right? it, it is. This is a very emotional. That's another thing you lack is emotions. Well, <laughs> that's I'm, why you don't like this. <laughs> you might be onto something there. <laughs> so, so, of course, so you know. He's like, hey, I'm going to take you on a magical mystery ride of the dirtbag life I live. Uh, yeah. Kids immediately so. just like, sir. He always calls him sir. He's like, he's like, he's like, sir, you mind if we don't talk because you're a fucking moron? Yeah. Can we cut the chit-chat? You're a dirtball. Also, your truck's a piece of shit. And, uh, yeah. But just, he's right. I just mean. wonderful banter. Wonderful. Yeah. So then and then, he, then the kid just leaps out of the car, runs into traffic. Yeah. He, he I forget what uh, brings it on, but he, he was upset about something. He's like, I need you to pull over, sir. I'm going to be sick. It actually seemed like they were kind of getting along for a second. Like they might have. Uh-huh. Pulled that string, that that, that string that was going to get him closer, and he's like, "Pull over, sir!" And he just starts fucking darting in front of rush hour like freeway traffic. Yeah, and then Sly Chris leaps, grabs him, rips his shirt off. Yeah, he's got his uh, military rips jacket the on, sleeve of his jacket. Yeah, and starts hugging him. The kids, like, ah! the kids like fucking going mental on him, like weeping. Yeah, I'm, it's hard to blame him. He hasn't seen this man, and he's like, well, meet, oh, the, he needs to meet his dad halfway. Yeah, he does need to meet his dad. Meet me halfway. We've heard this song <laughs> nine times at this point. This is the message of this movie, is meeting people halfway. Yeah. Sure, he wasn't there and before. He's trying to make it up, which is a good message. He's at sure. least trying to make it up. So they get back in the car, and they go, hey, you want to go get some fried chicken? Yeah. And he's like, uh, sir, of course, well, the kid's perfectly right. He's like, that's garbage shit food, and it will kill you. Yeah. And he's like, well, I he, don't know. I like it. I just, I love when he rips the jacket. He's like, don't worry, sir. I'll send you the bill. <laughs> <laughs> Over the ripped jacket. But yeah, Sly, you know, he's like, let's go. Let's get a steak. They pull up. Of course, he doesn't order steak. And also, every trucker in that bar, that was it was a... Tr- a it was, it was Packed as fuck. Of lovable characters. Lovable. They all look delighted. Yeah, like trucker and, caps and flannel shirts. Uh, it's beautiful. All, everybody from every walk of life is represented in that bar. It's beautiful. They it all, is. It was inclusive way before that. It was even yeah, cool. They all have trucker hats, too. Not yeah. one person all united. was not wearing a hat. And I don't get why they weren't like, truckers don't wear a hat sometimes. They were like, no, Not all truckers yeah. wear hats all the time. Well, that's why Golden Globe is for roles. They're like, they all believe in stereotypes. Yes. And, you know. <laughs> so. You know, they, so. When you, when you use stereotypes, you don't have to do any kind of character development. You're just like, <laughs> that guy's a trucker. That's all I need to know. Yeah. So the kid's like, I would like some chicken salad. Tuna and, salad. Tuna salad. Wow. Mm-hmm. And on like whole wheat bread and yep. spring water, please. With? A lemon. <laughs> Come on, I, Murray. You got to get that lemon in there. Get sorry. that. He's fancy, all right? That's what fancy is. I know. He well, that's, that's, that's another subtext to this movie. There's a lot of 1% versus real American yeah. type thing. Just get the fucking snob. I'll he admit is. that. I mean, Grandpa's just looking a down his nose. And this guy's just a working man trying to earn a living, hauling trucks, wrestling arms, and he's giving them shit. They're really playing us. They're like, how do these two like how do, how does uh her, no way his these, mom they could, yeah. care for Sly? Like obviously right. she comes from money. He's a dirt ball driving a shit truck <laughs> around. Like it's interesting. Right. What's going on yeah. here? There's a lot going on. Yeah. So then it's just about getting ready to eat. A guy yeah. named Smasher shows up. 
fucking forks up and everything, and Smasher comes around. He's looking like Ogre. He's got, he like, the been. crazed blonde hair. I, I just want to point out, he, the actor who played him's name is Magic Schwartz. Magic Schwartz. <laughs> I just want to say that. No, <laughs> nothing else. But Okay. And he's like, come on, Link. <laughs> Double or $1,000 says I can beat you. And, of course, Link is just... Because Lincoln, he's like, he only uses arm wrestling when it's necessary. Yeah. He doesn't... He isn't... He's not at, like... He didn't show off. He's just like, hey, this is what I do in competition only. Yeah. He, we're not spoiled. I get to say this. He's part of the indie. The independent sh- trucker division. Trucker division of arm wrestling. Yeah. And he's a champ of the independent trucker division. So the two so, of them. So Smasher's got some, like, there's some tension between them. Because Smasher wants to be the champion well, in yeah. independent trucker division. Uh, what what What's the other? Smasher. That's, yeah, Smasher, yeah. yeah. So he's like, I think he wants to show off to his son a little. So he's like, all right, I'll yeah. take you on. Well, also $1,000. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, he knows he's going to beat him. Right. So he, he, they go off this room. They have set off for their arm wrestling. And, of course, there's a table there. Well, well <laughs> meanwhile, there's this this mysterious character lurking in the background. Just big, think of Big Show. Yeah, this huge silhouette. And you're like, hmm, I wonder what that guy's about. Yeah. And then they cut right, to, right back to the arm wrestling. Yeah, grabs his son. What are you doing with that man? He was just like, "Ooh, this guy's menacing." Uh, that's my dad. This guy, and first I want to, this is uh, this guy's constantly sweating. He's just drenched <laughs> in sweat every season. He's drenched. He's like four hundred pounds, bald head, Hulk Hogan mustache. He's wearing like a cutoff uh, flannel, but <laughs> the cutoff is to the point where it might as well be like some kind of halter top, tank top combination. And he's just, just dripping. Sweat's just dripping. He's yeah. just talking to the kid. And he's yeah. profusely... <laughs> and he's got like mirrored shades on. And so then but, we... Yeah, arm wrestling, man. <laughs> Let's get to it. So we cut to that. I, there's, there's, I don't know. There's no way for me to make arm wrestling sound exciting. So Griff, no. do you want to take it? Yeah. <laughs> hat turned backwards. Yeah, uh, that, that, that's where we, we do. We learn that he turns his hat backwards before every match. Yeah. That somehow does something for that, him. That gets him ready. You know? and, and he always, I don't know if it's, he needs to go over the top or he's always hustling people, but he's always losing at the first beginning. Yeah. Always, and then he slowly, one by one, gets his fingers over the top yeah. of his opponent. And somehow that gives him enough torque. I don't know. Bam. It is Slams probably it the greatest like technique ever used in a movie. It, it's sure. so amazing that nobody else has thought of this, and that it somehow <laughs> yeah. is actually it's a applicable. little secret. Yeah, and so you like, if you watch anything, watch a five second gif of him doing <laughs> removing his hand because he like obviously has his thumb locked into the other guy, but then he removes every finger and slowly one by one reaffirms them. How that does anything? Yeah, I don't know. But when it does that, slow mo cam. And you get like the look of the guy's face, like the enemy's face, just getting like. And I couldn't help but notice the son Mike looks a little turned on after that man. Yeah, Mike's like sitting over at the restaurant still, but he's got he's like peeking over heads and seeing, and he's just like, "Oh shit, my dad's kind of badass." (laughs) And it's like, "Oh, did you just say dad and not sir?" (laughs) Ooh, you're right. Blue Ooh. breaking of the ice. Yeah. So then he gets the so link comes back. Bull Hurley, the bad guy, is like, "Come on, let's do it right now, yeah. right here. Double or nothing, Link." <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, save it for the competition." Right. Of, of course, the 
the kid, uh, he's still, you know, we, we talked about how he was enamored a little bit there. Right. He's starstruck. But he does still tell his dad, like, you hustled that guy. Like, I gotta do what I gotta do. His hat's a reaffirmed to the front yeah, side again. But he's not in, yeah, he's not yeah. arm wrestling anymore. So, you know, they enjoy their nice meal. They're a thousand pounds heavier here. They're gonna hop back in their truck, they're gonna hit that road. Still kinda hating each other. And you know what? The tension continues with that fucking Why is he so obsessed with like really I, what do you call that? Soft rock? I, I don't know. It was some bad 80s pop. I don't yeah, know it's like what 80s it pop. I'm, I, in this scene, rock. I'm totally on the kid's side. Yeah. He turns it right off. It's Yeah, I, I don't even know what to compare it to. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it, was, it was probably on the soundtrack to the movie, but I it, don't know. It, it was kind of it was. like a low-rent Whitney Houston type okay, thing. Okay, okay. Uh, and yeah, they're just fighting over the radio. Hey, uh, Mikey, uh, Radio dial's gonna wear out here. <laughs> Whatever fucking clever joke he came up with there. I think it was, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, the kid's like starting to, you know, after watching his dad manhandle that man, he's getting a little curious, like, why does grandpa hate you? And, you know, Sly's telling him, like, hey, look, your grandpa's lying to you, kid. Your grandpa's lying to you. Yeah. It's the guy who's been taking care of you his whole life. Believe the deadbeat. Yeah. But so. he, he's trying to tell him, like, the only thing I've done, mistake, like, the only mistake I've made, because I, I don't remember if it was there or, like, later on, he tells him, like, Grandpa says you deal drugs. And he's just like, no, 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 the only mistake I've well, ever not, made was well, no, 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 he says, I've made some mistakes. Never goes into what those mistakes yeah. are. So we know he did fuck up somehow. Right. But we don't know what he did. So, once again, one point for Grandpa. Right. He's a dirtbag. So but this thaw is a little. He's like, well, maybe, maybe this dirtbag is is like a good guy. You know? Yeah, he's like, he's giving us, he's giving him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, when you're trapped in a truck with a man for another day, two days, right. so like, you might as well make it. You're gonna enjoyable. get a little bit of Stockholm syndrome going right. on there. Like <laughs> you're, you're, you don't have a choice. I'm glad you said Stockholm syndrome because almost within two hours, they're like best friends. They are. Because and we have we get we get a nice little training montage, dude. What a like we've been we I feel like we've been weak without a training montage. We, we we haven't had a montage in a while. Yeah, and this is a good one. And it's amazing. What, is Meet Me Halfway playing at this time? I think it is playing behind <laughs> yeah, the montage. I'm sure it is. Meet me so halfway. We, we, we see that Lincoln's got this little apparatus in his car, so he can like work his arm yeah. out, his wrestling arm, wrestling arm. And he's like he's like teaching them the proper technique. Like yeah. every dad should teach their their son the proper arm wrestling technique. I never yeah. learned that, and <laughs> yeah, that's why I've never been good at arm wrestling. But now I know how to take it over the top, so I can get <laughs> you know off. the trick. But, I just want two people to try to go over the top at the same time and like all their yeah, fingers that interlock. Be, that would be interesting. I believe that's uh, that's like two black holes combining, and just <laughs> yeah. the universe folds in yeah, on that's, itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I the other part I loved about that training montage was like they only work out one arm. Well, so that's all you need. Yeah. They were doing like shitty push up type things on the front of the truck because they pulled yeah. it over and the sunset and it's beautiful. It's just beautiful. It was, it was, well, Menachem Golan was like directing it. He knows how to set a he shot. He really up. does. He really setting does. sun that beautiful orange mm. kind of sky silhouettes of the dad just and the sun. Amazing arm wrestling, but. They're still not the best of friends. Right. And we learn that the next day because don't they, like, stop and they sleep in their car? The ca- he's like, he's like, okay, where are we going to 
where are we going to sleep, Dad? There's no hotel here. I thought we would sleep in my truck. Okay, we're pretty. I think we're pretty much all used to like normal trucks nowadays. They're extended because they have like a little bed in the back. Right. He does not have that. He yeah. has like your typical cement mixer type truck where it's two seats and nothing else. So he's like, yeah, yeah, I just thought we'd sleep here under yeah, the stars. Yeah, you if, know? You, if you want to use my uh, shoulder as a pillow, you <laughs> could. <laughs> Whoa, Dad. <laughs> You're moving too fast. Dad. Easy, sir. <laughs> All right. I've known you two hours now. <laughs> sure, we had some tuna salad today, but no, yeah, thank not you. Not that easy. So, so when we have this nice little scene when they wake up where Lincoln's got his head rested on Mike's shoulder. Aww, That's adorable. That's adorable. He definitely feels bad about leaving him for so long. Oh, well, yeah. We don't know why. We don't know. He made some mistakes. Maybe. Mm, I have a theory now. I just thought of it. What's that? No, we'll, we'll save it for a okay. little bit. So, but like I said, they're still not the best of friends because as they're driving, Son goes, you know, only fucking morons drive trucks. Yeah, he was just like, you know, Dad, I see that you're really strong. Uh, you don't know shit about nutrition. <laughs> you don't you're, have any books here. You don't got books anywhere. He's like, uh, the road is my book. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's just like, he's <laughs> I like that, actually. You shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't have like sold yourself out on that one. Meet yourself halfway, man. Meet me halfway. So he's like, oh, yeah? You think it's so hard, it's so easy to drive a truck? So he pulls over <laughs> and says, you're going to drive. So he's totally, he's no, he's, he's no problem endangering the lives of everyone driving on this street. You know, it's exactly what I was thinking, because this is the first time I've really studied that Proving scene. what a piece of shit this guy is on top of They it. were in the back roads. I've been no, in the no, back roads. Did you notice? No, there's some really bad editing going yes, on. Yes, there was. Because they were like out in the desert yes. first, and the next thing you know, they're on like some like Dude, Mayberry road. There was like a cliffside <laughs> when he starts to drive, and then they cut to him driving, and it's like in the, yeah, it's like in the woods, like being up north in Michigan, right. where it's just like miles of farms and flat. Two-lane road. Yeah. And that's what he ends up driving on. And, and then his kid proves him right by almost instantly learning how to drive a truck. He's yeah. Like, Gee, it is easy. Yeah. Hey, Dad, I thought you'd try to <laughs> tell me that you were actually a smart guy, but it turns out you're just a dum-dum because, you know, also, he's like five foot nothing. You know, there's a certain person here when they were going through driver's ed, had to use a couple phone books and a couple bricks. <laughs> you did? Yeah. I was fucking short of shit when I was 16. So, when yeah. When you have your growth spurt? How old were you? I was 18. We're like the same height. Yeah. Like, I, I've been my same height since I was like 14. Yeah. I, I didn't. It sucks. I probably didn't hit uh, our height until 18 or 19. Wow. Yeah. That wasn't rough. Meh. Not really that So bad. that's why you relate to that kid, this kid, so much. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> Meet me halfway. Okay. okay. You know what, Murray? That is why <laughs> you related to him halfway. You just been met. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, glad we met there. But uh, well, you know, it's a it's a stick. So the kid immediately learns how to drive a stick, which people nowadays don't even know how to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. I I just love this scene though because they're you know they had kind of, they were building on the relationship. The night was kind of weird. You didn't know how I was gonna wake up, but they're building on it again. And you know he's giving yeah. him a hard time about the books, but then. Sly's giving it right back because he's rocking that clutch. He's, you know, not doing it very easily, smoothly. So he's shaking all over. He's like, yeah, you know, I always wanted to be a milkshake. 
<laughs> fucking sly man you know you know he wrote that and line that kid's smiling he's got his ear to ear grin on his dude, face dude he's so excited and he's nice. just like you know, yeah and yeah sly is just like hey was that so hard and the kid's like what <laughs> smiling <laughs> so i just there's a big uh movement right now i hear it on the radio all the time and it reminded me of this and it's about like adoption and it's like all these parents doing dumb shit but then they try to make up for like and the commercial is just like hey there's no such thing as a perfect parent just because you fucked up just caring enough to give effort yeah okay tears man i was welling up i was welling up yeah he hasn't won me over i still think he's a piece of shit but so i mean now we've got to get you like all this all this bonding you got to get hungry over that, right? Right. Working up an appetite driving that truck, man. And he's giving into the trucker lifestyle now. So he's, he's like, totally, Let, yeah. let's get some fucking fried chicken or a steak or something. Chicken fried steak. Right. Meet me halfway. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think have a steak then. I think, chicken fried. Yeah. I think that's meeting like full <laughs> way. <laughs> he's basically trying to convert him to the trucker lifestyle. I don't know if I approve of that. Yeah. But. Yeah. His heart doesn't approve yeah. of that. I mean, cholesterol wise. But uh, so yeah, they they show up Started at a like, new place, like a diner. They you know they're just finishing up their meal when uh, Sly notices some teenagers. Yeah, some like dirtbag kids, some real rough guys hanging by the Mario Brothers uh, video game. Yeah, and he's just like, yeah, you know what? This is this is the time. Another teaching moment. Another teaching moment. So, I already taught him how to drive. Now I'm gonna teach him how to arm wrestle. So it goes up to the kids. And he's like, come on, Mikey, come here, come here. Hey, hey, kids. And I love the, I guess we can call him a, a little villain here. But they introduce this kid, and uh, Sly is just like, I bet my son here can beat you in arm wrestling. Two out of three, two out of this three. This kid's a lot bigger than his son. Oh, yeah. Like, he's probably this, like 15, 16, and like the kid's 12. Exactly. This kid is actually going through some puberties. He's got all that hormones going. He's pumping full of rage. And, I mean, it shows immediately when Sly's just like, hey, 10 to 1, okay? My 10 to your 1. So, just, you got to fuck. Those sound like good ads. Yeah. And the kid is just like, if I lose to you, I'd kill myself. <laughs> I love how the kid, the, like, because this was what all tough kids had in the 80s. He had fingerless leather gloves on. Oh, my on, God. And Sly's like, you got to take that off. Tell me more about this kid. <laughs> Is what? that all the details you can tell Well, me? no. He had the sweet, like, spiky mullet. Yeah. He had spiky on top. Yep. Like a true mullet. And, and like a long in the Just back. Just long in the back. And didn't he have, like, a sleeveless flannel on? He had, like, a jean jacket. Sleeveless. Oh, yeah. He didn't even have it buttoned. Well, He's got his little 16-year-old chest just yeah. popping out. Right. Well, he's got to show it off. You know? <laughs> <It's> fucking <laughs> amazing. I love, I love teenager bullies in the 80s, 90s. Yeah. So good. So they arm wrestle. And what, what's the, kid, the kid's name? Big Boy Richie, right? Big Boy Richie. <laughs> Perfect bully name. Perfect bully name. And he destroys Michael. Yeah. Boom. He takes it over the top. First of three. Just... Fucking kills him, and uh, Mikey runs out. Like, and then at this moment, I'm starting to be like thinking, "There's no fucking way this kid came from the loins of Lincoln Hawk because this kid is a straight up bitch." Yeah, he just runs out, starts crying. I thought he was trying, like, basically trying to make him lose to teach him losing, you know, winning and losing. Not everything, kid. 
You know, no big deal. He's been, he's got that silver spoon in his mouth. He's trying to slap it right the fuck out of there. Right. So he's like, we're gonna, you're gonna lose, and uh, we're gonna dance over your tears here, kid. And he gives him a little pep speech. He's like, hey man, and this is this was that time was because first. For the, for, the, for the first half of this movie, all we've been hammering into our head is meet me at halfway. And yeah. then he lays out this chestnut, life never meets you halfway. <laughs> you have to meet life, I guess, full way. Whatever that means. And he's like, you have to go back in there because you're going to regret this for the rest of your life. Rest when you're like life. 80 years old with your grandkids, and they go, if only I'd beaten that dirtbag kid in that diner. 60 years ago. I want to point out, they're wrestling, arm wrestling, on a ping pong, or yeah, ping pong, pinball machine. Pinball, yeah, it's not safe. So, here's the other thing about pinball machines. They're uh, they're slanted. Right. His kid's going up the slant. You follow me here? He's got an easy win. He's got the advantage. Well. The other guy has to go further to get his hand down. Well, I, Talk I, about I, handicaps I, here. I guess. I guess Lincoln knew what he was doing. You know, yeah, he's a he's an arm wrestling hustler. He three D chess man. So the kid, you don't have to be book smart to be smart. Exactly. So the, so Michael fucking mans up, goes back in. He's like, all right, let's do it. We're gonna get this guy. And then he he does he goes over the top. Yeah, he, his dad gives him the hat. Oh shit, yeah, I forgot that. He but, turns it around because you know when you do that, it's just like it's just, yeah. you're there. You're there. You're, you're yeah. Yeah. So he, yeah, he fucking goes over the top, and there's one. It's one to one, and the kid's like, "Oh, you got lucky." Yeah, you're not gonna do that again. Do it on again. You better believe he does it again. He fucking owns and with him. more power. Just, uh! And of course, you know, Sly and Mikey are they're they're celebrating. Oh my god, a one to one! And then of course they turn to the kid. You think the lesson here is, yeah, mind over matter type of deal, that kind of shit. And he goes, nope, money, 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 money. Like, Sly's like, kid, give me that fucking dollar. It is amazing. I well, love that it immediately turns to, no, it's about the money. You're right. I'm a hustler. I'll kick your ass. You don't give me the money. But, uh, but big boy Richie, he pays up. Yeah. And then he gets his friends call him a punk and start laughing yeah. at him. Poor big boy. He probably killed himself right after so, that. So they got to call mom, brag to him. You know, yeah, he, he's telling him. Guess what? Five foot nine. No, eight foot forty four. It's fucking huge, mom. It's like Vader. And the mom, she's like, uh, I can't. She's like you know, dying of her illness. Yeah. Mysterious illness. She's like, I hope you can get back in time for that operation I'm having tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. We will. He's like, can I talk to your father? And so then while he, so the kid goes outside to like, you know, for we, some reason. We see him like flexing uh-huh. in front of the window. Right. And so while Lincoln's talking to the mom. Some goons from Grandpa come and snap. We don't know that they're from Grandpa. This we just, they could be child molesters for all we know. And they grab Mike, Mikey and they take him away. Yep. And then Lincoln goes, "Oh, wait up!" You know. So, so it's because we. It's been a while since we've had some action in this. I it's mean, been this, a long and this time. is a, this is the Golden Globes pro, uh, production. So we need at least a, we need one car chase. Yeah. And this is where we get it. So yeah, obviously it's just two trucks chasing each other and fucking Lincoln's. Bad out of hell. I don't know how that truck caught up with the other truck, but it did. And and then it, he runs. He like slams into them. Yeah, his truck takes no damage at all. No, his truck is impenetrable throughout this whole movie. And he destroys a bunch of other people's trucks and cars. Yeah. Yet the cops don't do anything. He never. You know, he gets he gets Mikey back from. He beats the shit out of the goons. Yeah. Grabs Mikey, and then I guess he's just left scot free. They're like, all right, I guess we can just go on our way. Right. So. um... 
Shit. I don't know. We start to learn about how the grandpa, you know, the kid's like, who are those guys? And he's just like, yeah, hey, why don't you ask your grandpa? And, and it led me to believe, like, what what does grandpa do? Is he like a mob guy? Because why is he? He's, he's constantly surrounded by goons. Right. One played by 80s wrestler Terry Funk, which was kind of funny. I, yeah. I didn't know he was in it. And, uh, yeah, it's like, why would a, like a normal businessman need 24-hour bodyguards? It makes absolutely So maybe no he is a mob guy, and he, he's the real crook. Right. But, hey, I, I, I mean, we're not going to really get to learn all about that. I really wish they did that sequel or even a prequel because I want to know more about I, his past. I think there's some uh, footage on the cutting room floor. We get to know a little more about Grandpa. I, I'm going to scour the floor for that footage. I really want to know it. But, Griff, it's time for some hair metal hate. Oh, shit. I, uh... This, it, technically, uh, this isn't a hair metal video, but I felt like I had to do a video that corresponds to this movie. And what better than the Red Rocker, Sammy Hagar, everyone's second favorite Van Halen singer, and his classic song from this movie, Winner Take It All, Over the Top. You know, I just love that this was another one where... Another music video for promoing this movie. That's how they did it back then. Kenny Loggins, and they did this. So it begins with Sammy's asleep. He wakes up to have Bull Hurley from the movie hovering above him menacingly. Yeah. I forget what he tells you. I own you, boy. Something like that. He's like, And of course, he's freaking out. And then he jumps up, and he's like wearing pajamas. Then we see a little clip of Lincoln. Then we see some, some feet of him running. And he's, get, like, he's like, he's like, he's so, all, he's so all happy. The truckers and they're he's so happy out. running in his pajamas and going back and forth. Getting ready to fight Ogre. Guys, guys slapping guys him. Guys slapping the face. And then we up. see sweet ass little guitar playing by Sammy. Mm, Sammy. Back to that earlier arm Jesus, wrestling calm match. Down, Sammy. He's, he's, oh, we're oh, doing karate God kick. Damn. Fuck yeah, Sammy. She, he's got like the scramble TV image around him, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> oh, let's turn his hat back. Whoop. Uh, oh, and then we're, we're back to the... Uh, we're, just, we're going back and oh forth. Sammy. Mike. Stallone. Sammy. <laughs> Stallone. It's, Sammy. The cuts are so quick, you're going to break your fucking neck. And then oh, Bull shit. Hurley. Sweating all over the place. Sammy. Rocking out on his guitar. Oh, shit. Oh. Then here we go. A little arm wrestling. Sammy. Just when you think some arm wrestling is going to happen. Sammy. Concerned Mikey. <laughs> I love the cuts of just Mikey looking concerned. <laughs> well, it's, it's intense, man. So, I mean... You're because it looks like right here where you stopped it, it looks like he's going to lose. Oh, for sure. Like He's like literally an inch away from Everybody in the background is like, uh, especially this guy, he's just like, <laughs> oh, fuck, I bet on Hawk. I'm about to lose my ass here. I'm going to lose my truck. And it's like, no, he's not. I'm going to lose my trucker hat. Because this is where he... Takes it over the top. Oh, man. And now we're in Vegas. Sammy's riding his motorcycle with his crazy red outfit. I just want to mention, oh, there's the over the top move. Over the top Even the Kenny Loggins video had him riding a motorcycle around. That's what you did. That was the common common theme for the music videos. Common, man. This crazy-ass fucking red outfit with like a 
like a denim vest. Oh over shit! It. And of course, a big arm pump from fucking. And then another guitar solo by Sammy. Oh. Yeah. Fucking Hawk wins his match. Sammy. This is, this, you notice there's no cuts when he's doing his guitar solo. He's like, yeah. no, keep it on me. Hey, I'm fine with that. I don't mind. They do like a, they do like a double. Oh, he's yelling at the. Oh, now there's. In fact, if you just want to, to not watch this movie, you can just watch this video and it will show you everything yeah, really. that happens watch in this movie. Watch this music video. Because now we're just watching the thing we just talked yeah. about where they crash the car. Just watch the two music videos and you'll get the whole movie. Yeah, and you'll get some rocking out too. Right. Sammy on, the, on, on his motorcycle, Lincoln in his, his truck. Man. Right now, we're not going to talk about what's happening right now because it happens. It's, it's later on in the movie. Just but ten. just know that Sammy's still on his motorcycle. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. He's, t- he's taking it over the top. A little bit more. More Sammy. Stallone. Sammy. Stallone. Stallone. Just Sammy. More cuts of the movie. <laughs> just ruining it for you. I know this you is kind of this, uh, this stick with us because it gets better. I didn't make it. This, oh, my this God. This is where it gets better. Stallone oh, and shit. Sammy face off no in an way. arm wrestling match. No way. Way. Holy Sammy's looking fucking like, like he's confident, man. He's like, I'll, I'm going to fuck you fucking up, Fucking Fubar. So we're getting some, some scenes in the, the final finale of the movie, and we're also getting some scenes of Sammy and Stallone about to lock yeah, up. They, Didn't it, I don't know. I, I don't believe it is, but it really looks like, like uh, Stallone's like green screened in. I don't, he's not. Oh, it, it looks so fake right there. Shit. So they're meeting up at a... Do you really like a, think that they were on the same stage there? I don't know. Doesn't it look like he's green screened? That looks fake as shit. It's possible. Uh, uh, so Stallone turns to the head. Sammy's hitting his head. I bet. I don't know what that is. There, there's Pumping a, himself okay. up. Here you go. They lock up. That's a double. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> they, they totally didn't get together. Are you sure? Oh, absolutely. Even right there? No, absolutely. Oh, Sammy fucking kicks oh! Stallone's ass. Beat him at his own game. <laughs> oh, and he gives him the respect. Shows what a narcissist Sammy is. He's like, no, I'm not even going to lose in my own my fake video. Dude. <laughs> okay, I will say three quarters, that first three quarters. I've seen this movie. I was bored as shit. You know, I liked the, I liked it and see him do the solo, you know? Yeah, it, it sucked. I'm sorry, but I just felt like I had to talk about it. Uh, yeah, but I, I really mean, did like that last part where they were walking towards each other as if they were well, in my, the same room. My favorite part of the song is you can tell it was one of those songs where Sammy had written a song called Winner Take It All, and they were like, we have this movie called Over the Top. Okay, I'll just throw Over the Top into my song. Let's shoehorn it in. So he's like, win or take it all, lose or take the fall, what a sh- fight to take it over the top. <laughs> what a shit move. Like, we would never pull anything Fuck like no. that over. You know, we would never just switch out, like, a little phrase, a couple no, words. Shit, no, we're totally, it's, it's no edits. No edits ever. So, so we're going to get back to the movie. Let's here. get back to this movie. We needed, we needed to cool down a little. Need, it was a very yeah. tense situation. That got me hot. I'm hot. So... Kid, kid, you know, they've got to brag more. They're, they're almost to California at this point. They're going to get to the hospital. In fact, they're going to get to the hospital now. They're going to run in. Mom, Mom, me and Dad are so good. We're such good friends. Look, I'm wearing his hat. I, want, I, I know how to go over the top. And Mom, you know, would have told her, told his son, yeah, that's how your dad impregnated me. He went over the top. and <laughs> Well, I don't know. The, the one most thing- powerful. Sexual move. I will say this. As much man. as I don't like this move, I do like the theory of over the top. And I've used it in my life. Yeah. 
I do everything over the top, Griff. When I go to bed, I don't get under the sheets. I sleep over the top. The most impressive thing I've seen you do is open a yo play. I don't know how you do it over the top. Like even <laughs> it's like a brilliant magic trick. <laughs> right. I watch you do it. And I'm still like, how the fuck did you do that? Over the top. Over the top. When I make a sandwich, I put the mustard on the top. You d- over the top. That's disturbing. But it kind of it's messy. It's definitely messier. Yeah. But it enhances the flavors. I'll believe you on that one. Fuck. I'm mustard. just saying. Just meet me halfway. I can't meet you halfway. <laughs> and go on that over one. the top. Can't meet you halfway on that one. Wow. You know what? No, I will. <laughs> Let's go ahead and do the bread. Put the mustard on top, but I'm going to meet me halfway. I'm going to toss that fucking bread into the trash. <laughs> wow. Meet me halfway. <laughs> so, I forgot. You only eat five things, and that's not one of them. So. Sure. I agree. So, of course, they get to the hospital. Mom doesn't get to tell her about how Dad uh, impregnated her because. Because she's dead. She's dead. Died in surgery from whatever disease she had. So, Mikey's all bent out of shape about it, blames fucking Hawk. I runs, would, too. Yeah. Runs off into the night. Hawk doesn't know how to be a dad, so he doesn't chase after him. He just sits there and is like, I gotta You know what? If he, if he didn't have to waste time hauling that trailer full of brutes. Yeah. The shitty-ass 80s cologne brutes, <laughs> which it said right on the side, smells like a man. Yeah. They would have been in time to see Mom. But no, once again, Lincoln proving what a piece of shit deadbeat asshole daddy is. That's right. So he's just like, fuck you, dad. I'm going to grandpa's. So they part ways. Stallone's get it, you know, having a hard time about his wife dying, even though he hasn't seen her in years. They write letters. Yeah, it seemed like he was like celibate for the past 12 years. Like they were they never got divorced. Yeah. Stayed married. She seemed like she never hooked up with anybody. I, I bet he tried to hook up with somebody, but he was like, hey, come here. Let's get some of this. I'll go over the top on you. And they were just like, what the fuck are you saying to me? And they were creeped he, the fuck out. He probably had some kind of truck stop prostitute situation going on. I mean, truck stops. That's... Especially if we're going with Golden Globus like mindset here, where they just stereotype everything. I mean, all the truckers had trucker hats, so he probably did get some kind of. Knowing my man Menachem Golan, like I do, there's probably a scene where he actually paid a prostitute to take uh, Michael's virginity. From but him. he was really guilty, and like they were doing it in the truck. She's like, yeah, it was like post sex, and she was like, who, who, who's this kid all over the truck? Because he has a bunch of pictures. No, of- no, no. I'm saying. The dad would pay a prostitute to uh, to de-virginize the son. That's what I think happened on the trip. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa! I went the opposite way with that one. No, I no, I think that's what happened. But they got on the cutting room floor. I think if I know Golan and I know him pretty well, I think that there was a scene. They at least filmed it, right? But they probably like no, no, no. This isn't good enough. And yeah, cut it. <laughs> Maybe you know. Sly was just like. No, you can't do that, guys. <laughs> like this is Why the, not? this is the one thing Sly was Sly. wise about. Like, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Like, please, I know you gave me twelve million. I'm gonna walk away, and you can keep it if you try to keep that scene in there. So, so Lincoln does what any rational person would do. He goes to Grandpa's and drives his truck right through Grandpa's front door. Yeah, you just fucking run that gate, man. Once again, and once again, the. Armored tank truck, he is indestructible. Takes nothing, no damage, not even fender bender. And, and Grandpa's uh, like logically like, what the I'm Robert Loja? What the fuck's going on here? Yeah, because you know 
Hawk stormed into his mansion, and he's see. This is this is kind of what I'm starting to think. You know, you get Hawk. The kids like go away, Dad. I don't give a shit about you anymore. So Hawk's gonna get hauled away to jail. Right. I'm pretty sure Hawk used to be one of the Grandpa's goons. That's an interesting theory. All right. Grandpa was like, you're not good enough for my daughter. And he wasn't. Set him up. Got him fucked over. Hawk got away from it, though. And was just like, I can't return there. Because as soon as I do, he'll get me convicted or put in jail for some crime that I committed for him. I, I think the grandpa set him up. I think I th- that's I think, why I had to stay away. I think you thought about this movie more than Sylvester Stallone did while he was writing it. Because I guess it's plausible. I, you know what? We'll no, go with it. I'm not guessing. I'm going to meet you halfway and to go thanks, with that. Thanks for meeting me halfway. <laughs> that's what happened. So he's in jail. Lawyer shows up for grandpa. He's just like, hey, here's what we're going to do here. No, he didn't talk like that at all. He was a, he was a little nerdy guy. He's like, hey, you need to sign this. You need to sign your parental you know, rights away. <laughs> thanks for saving me for myself yeah, there. Thanks for yeah. meeting me halfway. You get, yeah. Hey, no problem. And so he's like, well, I don't believe you. Let me let me see Mike. And Mike comes in. He's like, look, I think he's, he's got his suit on now, yeah. like a like proper. He's looking like grandpa. Right. And he's like, look, it's not Sold you, out. dad. It's me. He's like giving him this trying to give him the soft breakup. He's like, I, I need to see other people, dad. I, I, I can't be with you anymore. And so he's like, he's like, all right. You're gonna get, we'll, we'll drop the charges, just sign away your parental rights. So he does it. Yeah. He signs them away, and he just fucks off to Vegas. He's like, well, I guess I'm just going to go to Vegas and do my arm wrestling competition. Yeah. So we, we're starting to get the split uh, uh, parallel like stories going on here. He's Dual montage. Ha- yeah, he's hauling ass over to Vegas. Reno, excuse me. No, uh, it's Vegas. Oh, it was Vegas, excuse me. No. Double, excuse me. <laughs> And, um, you know, he's pumping his iron, you know. He's got the truck weights going on. Getting his anger out. I love that the kid and him do the same weights. Like, he's trying to be all tough and everything, but his kid was doing the same amount of weight. So it couldn't have been that hard. Um, And, of course, the kid's, like, going through Grandpa's mansion looking for these letters that Hawk alluded to earlier. Yeah, it must. I'm thinking it, it was his mom's bedroom, and she kept all the letters. Yeah, so they both live with Grandpa. I don't know what you know. You're right. I don't know what the situation was well, because well, because she was sick. Maybe they moved in. But with no. Him. But like, why was she hiding the letters from her son? Yeah, I could okay. see Grandpa doing. No, it. Grandpa definitely was. But he found both sets of letters. Didn't there was he? letters in purses. Yeah, he found the letters to mom and the letters to him. This is I weird. Don't, I don't know. Sly didn't think that one yeah. through. I'm so sorry. there's a very nice reading montage of this kid reading all the birthday cards and letters he never and his, got. His grin is like ear to ear And at he's this like, point. Grandpa's full of shit. My yeah. dad's great. He, he goes in and he's like, Dad's not a drug dealer. Fuck you. And so, you know, he's storming out. And we're going to cut back to Sly, who's like arriving to Vegas and... You know, he's going up to the bookies, and he's like... Well, hey. he sold his, his, his rig. Oh, we're going to get back to him. Okay. We're going to get back to him. Well, well, I thought he had to sell his rig to go to the bookie first. He oh, sold, you're right. I'm sorry. He sells his rig for seven grand because it's perfect condition because he never gets beat up. He's like, I can give you seven grand. It's indestructible. That man, prob- he probably could have asked for far more. And he's like, well, can I keep the hawk, uh, you know... <laughs> the hawk ornament. <laughs> ornament. Hood ornament. By the way, 
What's cooler, last week's skull hood ornament or this week's oh, hawk? Skull, totally. Skull, I think. Okay. yeah. Still cool. I thought that was going to be a little bit more yeah, contest. No. no. <laughs> yeah, you're you right. You can't beat a skull. Come on. Especially if it's a human skull. I appreciated Hawk's affection for his Hawk. Though. They both drove shitty cars. And you're actually, I mean, it's funny you bring that up because I'm having flashbacks. This truck looked like the truck at the end of Road Warrior. It was like that kind of like beat up. Ooh. Maybe they used the same truck. I don't That's know. a good call. But so I, you, I'm sorry. This is a fucking magic truck, though. <laughs> he could have got yeah. so much. Max could have gotten away from the bad guys if he had this truck in Road Warrior. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So seven, he, he gets exactly seven grand for right. it. It's all I can give him. I can give you seven grand. And so he's going to take that. He's got to head to the bookie. He's going to tell him, hey. He's going to bet on himself. What are the odds on Hawk? Can you do that? that didn't, sure. Well, didn't Pete Rose get in trouble for betting on his own team? No, he bet against himself. I thought I thought that his whole rap was, no, I always bet on my team, and that's why it's okay. Oh, you know what? Yeah, that sounds right. I don't know. That sounds right. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe in 86. Seven or whatever it was, you could bet on yourself. I don't see why you couldn't bet on yourself. I don't no. know. I don't know what the deal is. Well, no one is. knew who he was because this is a fucking just like random competition. So it's not like people know who. Well, you got to put your name so you can get your money if you win. That's true. I think yeah, that we'll just say it was okay. It, maybe in Vegas it's different. I don't know. This is a fucking dumb movie. Who this cares? is the eighties yeah. of Vegas. You could do everything. So you could you could do anything. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Even, you know, now they have that motto, and it's only to hide the fact that they don't have that motto anymore. Like, everything you do in Vegas is recorded. Right. Everything. Back then, that motto is far more appropriate. Yeah, you could kill somebody, and, and they would take care of it for you if you had enough money. I'm a little concerned that uh, our sponsor, Mel, killed somebody. <laughs> the way Mel he, killed somebody? That doesn't sound like Mel. I, the way he was talking about murder, I'm a little I, concerned I, I think that. he likes watching it. I don't know if he would do it. Hmm. I don't know. I... I I think Mel's a good guy. I trust Mel. Okay. I don't trust Lincoln, but I trust Mel. Okay. I like so that. So the kid says, well, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm going to go to that arm wrestling competition. Yeah. So apparently he's got some money because he gets in a car, endangers a shitload of people's lives by driving to the airport. I mean, he didn't know how to drive that car on back roads. He's got to do some city driving now. Grandpa's Serious. goons chase him. He's got the money for a plane ticket, so he hops on a plane to Vegas Somehow, Grandpa's goons beat him to Vegas. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, but Maybe it happens. Magic. He still he eludes them, and then this is where this is the finale. This is where all the uh, the cha- the tournament happens. We're finally getting to the fucking finally. tournament. You and know, you but, know, we here at Golden Globe Theater, we fucking love it. We tournament. love a goddamn tournament because all the characters, the colorful characters. Oh, and sure enough. Like the announcer when he's uh when he's bragging about it, we've got contestants from all over the world, Africa, <laughs> France, Korea, Hoboken, yeah, everywhere. We don't see any of them. No, we well, mostly just. Who would have known? I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for it now, but I, I this place is jam packed. Really, Everybody. for arm wrestling, and people are fucking hyped nonstop. And there's never a dull, dull moment. People are never, uh, like they're always, they're they're never in their seats. They're no. constantly screaming. They're constantly. And I, I just want to point something out. I think h- half the budget went to Sly, other half had to go to baby oil because everybody <laughs> is totally covered in baby oil. Anything that wasn't. Uh Behind a shirt was <laughs> glistening. glistening. I had to actually p- 
put on a pair of sunglasses to watch the rest of the movie because it was so blinding. God damn. The fucking glisten off the man flesh. That's that was... funny. I was watching it with the glare, so the only thing I could see was the glisten <laughs> coming off of it. Everything else was too dark. I just saw, like, glistening by... Oh, it's like glistening shapes. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. It was kind of beautiful. It was like, it was like stargazing <laughs> in a way. Like, okay. I, I was like, oh, shit, that's Osiris. <laughs> and, you know, seeing constellations and fuck. Okay. But, um... So, of course, the voiceover, it's already told us about how uh, we've got, you know, contestants from all over the world. We don't see them. We see women, though. That was very interesting. And did you notice know, there were closure. people that had, I don't know what it's called, but remember that, like, it was, like, as seen on TV thing? It's, like, the shake weight. Like, yes, people had yes. those. Holy shit. I don't remember seeing those. <laughs> yes. I, were, I thought they were just using, like, normal. They, they uh, could have, but yeah. still, it looked like that. But Yeah. <laughs> I think they were just doing like a normal with like a normal dumbbell or something. They could have used a shake weight. But it looked like a sh- they were doing it like that shake weight motion. I, 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 I follow you there. But uh, the voiceover is going to explain the rules of this tournament. They're very simple. Two loss elimination. Right. They All hammer right? that home. They let you know you got to be beaten twice to get knocked out of Fif- this competition. Fifteen times. More times. No, equal amount of times as we hear uh, meet me halfway. Meet me. <laughs> two eliminations. Two eliminations. Um, and this and this is where the brilliance of Menachem Golan comes in. Not only does he he have these great characters, but he introduces them with these mm. like these off camera interviews. Thank you. Thank you. He's making this like a real. He like he was watching ESPN when uh, you know they were writing the script, and he's like, "Sly, Sly, here's what we gotta do, Sly. We gotta give us some personality to these guys, okay?" <laughs> So we get, like, uh, five different contestants. There's more than that, obviously, right. but we get five of them. Five core contestants. That, yeah. And, I mean, arm wrestling is boring as shit. Yeah. Yeah. I th- and I think Menachem realized that. So yeah. Like, I got to do something to answer We've seen up. two arm wrestling fights to this point. Yeah. And, and, and a trucker stop and then some random diner. So now we're about to watch forty five in a row, and it's like we got to pump this up because yes. this is there's stupid. A, so there's a there's a great montage of arm wrestling with the Sammy Hagar song playing in the background, and in between there's these little interludes where we get to know these guys. They're not just guys with big arms. Oh they're yeah, people. They're human beings. And of course, there's certain. Let, let's. I just before we get into this, okay. the prizes, hundred thousand dollars straight cash. Right. Okay. So Hawk has already put seven grand down with twenty to one odds. I don't know how that maths out. One hundred forty thousand or something. <laughs> something like I don't that. know. I don't know what that means. Um, and a truck, conveniently. Yes. A new rig. Oh, pretty weird. Well, we learned that the international sport of truckers is arm wrestling. Yeah. When they're not driving them big rigs, they're wrestling with their arms. Exactly. So. Now that uh, I've mentioned that, because everybody does their interview in front of the truck. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, so I'm going to go ahead. I'll get into the first one. I should have wrote their names down because their names were great, too. But, uh, yeah, they, they, the first interview. Here we go. <clears throat> when I get to the table, that person, I don't care who they are. They are my mortal enemy. I hate them. Wow. Yeah. That was powerful. Dude. Yeah. I'm already scared of that guy. Yeah. Well, here, I got an even better one for you. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. I'm not so enthused about people patting me on the back saying you're the best. I don't need people to do that to me. If I win, it's just because I wanted to be the best one, best, 
be the best one time in my life. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I wanted to read that one time. I, I know that's it. We, when <laughs> that's the saddest one. Yeah, it's like, dude, that's all you got to hang your head on yeah. is you want a arm wrestling competition. I mean, we don't know that guy's background. Can we assume it's a trucker? I would assume, yeah. So he's just like, my life's been shit. I drive a truck everywhere. I don't have. All I can do is arm wrestle. I'm not friends with my estranged son. I didn't get that chance. My wife hates me. My dad, uh, you know, my father in law is not a millionaire. Fucking life sucks. I feel bad for that guy. I hope he wins. Signs say no, but. (sighs) Okay. Let's go ahead and cut to this guy. It's probably going to sound the same as the last guy. I should be able to blow them away real easy. There are a lot more technique <laughs> technique involved, and you can beat you can't beat experience. <laughs> You're so bad at reading. <laughs> we just learned how to read earlier today. Yeah, we've been we've been teaching each other. So yeah, but this uh, my I think mine's the best one because this guy he's pretty slick. He goes, my whole body is an engine. This is a fire plug pointing to his arm, and I'm going to light him up. Yeah! God damn it. I hope he wins. <laughs> I, again. That's why well, he has some enthusiasm. This, Most of the guys are like sad sacks. Like yeah. Eeyore saying I'm an arm wrestle, and yeah. this guy's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do it. I believe this, myself. This was a great maneuver to get me hyped up for this match because it's like I'm on an emotional train wreck here. Emotional wild truck ride, and now you're a runaway train. You're never coming Dude, back. I'm never coming back. That, that was for you, pigeon. Nineties <laughs> <laughs> reference. I just did. <laughs> was that Soul Asylum? Yeah. <laughs> well, let me crack the Soul Asylum here for some Lincoln Hawk interview. Mm. Hold can't. on, hold on. That that's that's for the big finale. We haven't gotten there yet. Uh no. We're gonna do He get he gets two interviews. Oh does he? Yeah. I thought he just had one. Okay. This is the first of the interviews. Let me hear the first one. Yeah, hey, yeah, uh, I tell you the truth. Uh the truck truck is the most important thing for me. I don't really uh it doesn't matter if I uh become champion or anything. That's not that's not the most important. I uh I need this truck. Wow well yeah, 'cause you just sold your own truck, dummy. Yeah. And it was just so conveniently put on the pedestal for you. Bro, what a humble guy, though. He's like, I don't care about being champ. Oh, doesn't care about one, being the one. Better. Meanwhile, the, the first guy is like, I'm going to kill myself if I don't win this thing. And he's like, I don't give a shit. I just want the money. And the, he's, he's all yeah. about the money. It's just all. He's a hey, hustler. Hey, fucking teenager. Give me that dollar. <laughs> I'm back on grandpa's side. He's a fucking piece of shit. I want to say I'm back on. Well, I never was at grandpa's side. But I don't blame you for being at. I'll meet you halfway. I don't blame you for being <laughs> well, at grandpa's side. <laughs> Yeah, how dare I side with a guy who's like, I don't want my son to die in poverty with some fucking asshole truck driver guy. It's true, but he <laughs> needs to meet. You know what? Uh, he needs to meet his son-in-law halfway. That's the kid's rightful dad. He's a very caring. Not man. anymore because he he signed his. Oh shit! You're right. right. He signed that paperwork. God damn paperwork. So <laughs> we we got to get to tournament mode here. Right. Though. So slamming fists. So uh, Lincoln, he's his first opponent. Well, I don't know. It's not his first opponent, but his first that meet in the semifinals opponent. Yeah, well, we're going to skip because this arm wrestling is so boring. We're going to skip it's, everything. We're going to go straight to the semifinals. It's just cuts of, like, grinning faces. Like, Ugh! One then, dude did have – was, it wasn't a complete Jeff Goldblum fly moment, but a guy did get his arm broke. It, it wasn't yeah. like nothing – I was hoping something would rip out. But I think no, Bull ripped it, you know, broke one, it. One of them, yeah. Yeah. So one guy's like, oh, my arm. Yeah. Of course – 
Lincoln does hurt his arm too. Well, yeah, because he so his first opponent in the semis is John Grizzly, who's, who's one of the most. Yeah, he's got a shirt that says Fubar across. Of course, fucked up beyond all recognition, and he he's a real great character because first before he he locks up, he swallows a lit cigar. He's, chew, he's smoking a cigar, and, oh, then, God he, damn, and then he just swallows it. Good thing you're here. Yeah. And then, well, then later on, he drinks a whole can of oil. What? Yeah, you didn't see that? He gets a can of, like, Valvoline and just swallows it all. Jesus Christ. Because he, he's trying, he's playing mental games with his opponent. He's trying to psych them out. Well, he's fucked up beyond all repair. Yeah. So, and believe it or not, he beats Sly. In the, in the in the very first semifinal match, but don't worry, don't worry, because it's a two loss elimination match. And seriously, as Sly's uh, hand hits the table, and no, uh, don't worry, guys, uh, two <laughs> loss elimination. It's, <laughs> it's like if you hadn't heard it the first hundred times, Glolin just slams it home. Because like, don't I worry, mean, the movie's not over with yet. I mean, when I saw this, I stood like the first time I stood up and walked away. I was like, "Oh, the movie's over." <laughs> yeah. God damn, that sucked. No. Why does Sly lose? He doesn't get the truck. Does he get the money? Fuck. So he loses and he injures himself. No. Like he like tears a little bit of the bicep. A little bit. Fucking whole thing. It's just torn in half. <laughs> okay. Blown out piston. <laughs> sure. His fire plug is, gotta, is burned out. You gotta meet me halfway. You gotta build it up. Meet me halfway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's so he's just backstage feeling sorry for himself. By this time, Mike has gotten to Vegas. Yeah, and he's just like trying to get through to his dad. He's shouting. He's like, I, 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 Bulls never lost in five years. I, I I can't win. But of course, before we get to that, we got to get to Grandpa's deal because oh, Grandpa's already in Vegas too. Oh yeah, and he's Grandpa like, knew about so it. So he sends his goon Terry Funk like. Mr. Cutler would like to see you. God. Terry and, Funk. And he's like, all right. So, so of course, uh, Grandpa's got, like, a, the, uh, the best suite in town. And he's oh, just yeah. like, he's like, look, you're a piece of garbage. <laughs> I want you out of my grandson's life. I guarantee you that line originally said, <laughs> look, Rock, <laughs> you're a piece of garbage. <laughs> like, people had to go through and be like, no, not well, Rock. He, he also made him chase a chicken, I thought was kind of crazy. Yeah, that was but fucking weird. Like, like, if you really love your son, you'll catch this chicken. <laughs> so, Catches it in a heartbeat. If you want to have your son's parental rights back, catch this chicken. <laughs> but they cut that out. They said it sounds too much like Rock. Fucking weird movie. So he's like, look. I don't know what my daughter saw in you, you piece of shit. <laughs> but if you, as a, you already sold your fucking parental rights away. But I said, I'm a nice guy. I will give you a brand new truck and a half a million dollars. Fucking 500000 This he is would, more than he would make if he won the tournament. Yeah. Even the 7000 he was up to lose. <laughs> All right. right, it's like a no-brainer. It's like no and, brainer. He, and, and he's doing this out of the goodness of his. Like, he doesn't have to give Lincoln anything. Yeah, he's got the paperwork. He's got it yeah. all. And he's like, "Fuck you, no! I'm gonna get my son back." <laughs> and Terry no. Funk's like, "I don't think you are." Mm-hmm. And then he just throws Terry Funk through this glass win- the glass doors, these French doors, which oh, would never man. happen in real life. Real life, Terry Funk would beat the shit out of some. Oh soul. God. There, that was also another director's cut because he suplexed the shit out of him. 
I just love watching Sly like hobble around. It's like you hurt your arm, and he's like hobbling. <laughs> he takes his uh, cut off jean vest and like wraps it around his arm. Of like, course, he's got to let you know, signal oh. that his arm's hurt. Oh shit! And when Terry Funk talks to him, he's like getting massages, and they have like a wax buffer. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, that? I remember. And that. they were like buffing his arm. Like, oh yeah, I could, I could feel that. Yeah, it's good. That's, oh shit! I can see my reflection in my arm. So he goes back. So. This is for all the marbles. Everyone's been eliminated. It's right down to Bull Hurley and Lincoln Hawk. And but Lincoln's like, I can't win. Yeah. Bull is unstoppable. And, of course, Mikey's there now. And Mikey's got to fucking motivate the fuck out of him. Just nonstop. Just, Dad, do you remember what you told me? I don't remember what I told you. <laughs> but it's it's convincing. Yeah, he's like, Remember that shit? something about life doesn't meet you halfway yeah. again. It's like, it comes full circle. Dad teaches son, son teaches dad. He got real, he got real book philosophical. Yeah. He's like, psychophagus. <laughs> Having trouble with those words. <laughs> so, of course, you know, now with Mikey's motivation and love and appreciation, even with that torn tendon, he's just like, I got to do this. You know, I got to win that truck. Yeah, he's like, I got to do this for him. It's not about me anymore. I've been thinking about myself my whole goddamn life. Now it's for Mikey. Right. And uh, so, like, they, they they finally square up. They get their elbows on the tables. They lock hands. Yeah, I just want to say, like, we're going to try our damnedest to make this sound interesting. But it, it, this the, the final scene is six minutes long. Six. We were joking about it uh, last episode when we were talking about how we were going to deliver this. And yeah, we're going to give you a truncated version of very this because truncated. We don't want to waste six minutes of our time doing it. So I could if, basically if there's a weak point of this movie, it's this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think there's any way possible you could film an arm wrestling match and make no, it interesting. Absolutely not. And, and they proved it. Even even I'm sorry, I'm going to spoil this a little bit. Even the parts of Mikey shouting. Wasn't Mikey shouting? They cut Mikey shouting from before and put it into the background. Wow, that's even worse. He couldn't even be motivated enough during the fight to fucking. So, okay, here he goes. Let's let's lay the stage. There's this one table set up. Did you also notice this is throwaway? I just had to say this. (laughs) Okay. There was a lot of scenes of people, arm wrestlers wearing giant, like, platform shoes. What was up with that? Leverage. Oh, but that just, I don't know. You got to get that leverage, man. (laughs) I know all about I want about to lower that. the table. How about that? Hey, look, I've been hustling, arm wrestling for years. I mean, they were in kiss boots. I saw, look, I saw Over the Top when I was 13, okay? And I've been hustling, arm wrestling tables <laughs> since then. And I learned very quickly, it's not just about the hand thing that you do to go over the top over the and top, turning your right. hat backwards. Platform shoes. Get that leverage. I always wondered why you wore platform shoes. Well, I thought it was just for style. Hey, man, uh, I just look good. And platform uh-huh. shoes, you know? Yeah, that's how you got taller. That's how I got taller than you. Uh, I don't, yeah. Yeah. We're the, like, you know we're the same <laughs> height because I usually don't wear them when we get back here. But No, I, th- I think you're wearing them right now. You're, you're really five wow. feet tall still. What wow. happened? You know, I really don't appreciate you bringing up this uh, dark history of mine, you know? The, the, right. the secret I like to keep. Okay, we won't, man. God, Let's man. Go, I'll meet you halfway. Are you going to talk about the chest hair I paste onto myself? <laughs> no, because no, I'm going to meet you halfway and say, Kay. let's talk about this You already movie. sold me out on my deep Vs earlier. Wait, no, you didn't. No. I'll do that next week. <laughs> so, now, here it is. For all the marbles, 
Bull Hurley hasn't been defeated in five years. Lincoln Hawk, dirtbag, deadbeat dad. <laughs> they lock up. Man, that announcer cuts deep. <laughs> they get a little bit of a false start right off the bat. <laughs> so, Bull, Bull is all about the mental games. He's like, I own you. Come on. You ain't shit. I own you. And then, and then Lincoln's just like, fucking bump on the log he's just like Ooh. he didn't say anything what, uh, what, do you want me to do his whole line there did he have a line I think he said anything was that was that the part we were trying to prepare <laughs> no no here we go the, it starts I, I really I just want you to do the false start though because he fucking oh yeah so Bull like they, they lock up and then Bull punches me punches Lincoln in the face yeah like they almost go down and they break for some reason and then the refs are just like, gentlemen, 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 you can't do that. You can't do that. Because they broke hands right before <laughs> Bull almost pinned them because Bull was winning. Oh. Yeah. And then they're like, get the strap. <laughs> and me, then they- I think I don't believe that's a real thing. I think Golan put it in there to make it more dramatic. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, so they had this leather strap. They, they had to draw their it hands. up for fucking 12 minutes. That's yeah, right. So they strapped <laughs> their hands together. Like, we're drawing this up. Right. And then so there's back and then in between they're cutting, they're showing they go back to the interviews because Golan is a fucking genius. He's like, even I can't make arm wrestling yeah. interesting, so I have to put this like emotional shit. Yeah. So first we get uh, a, a, a a little thing of a uh, I didn't uh, write down both parts. Well, right, right, we get we get we so it's like to let you know who these people really are and who you really should be uh, rooting for. So Bull goes five time champion Bull. I drop trucks, break arms, and arm wrestle. Back to the match. Uh, I own you! Uh, Cut to Stallone. Uh, uh, Papers upside down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. What I do is I I just try to shake my head and I... uh, I, I turn it around and it's uh it's like a a switch that goes on. I uh I don't know. I I feel like a truck, uh like a machine. Back to the match. Ah! Ah! Slow motion girls. Ah! You got you got kid in the background. Dad, you can do it. You got you got uh grandpa. Wait, Mikey, what are you doing here? Yeah, Mikey, put that drink down. Cut back to Bull early. He doesn't even belong in my arm wrestling table. It's my area. That's my game. He's got no shit in business there. Ah, fucking. So now you're kind of like, God, he's not such a nice guy after all. Yeah. I'm rooting for Link. You're rooting for Link now? Not really, but oh, for okay. the purpose of this argument. They're, they're trying, the movie's trying to persuade us to go right. for Link. So back to the arm wrestling. <laughs> Oh my god, he's he's taking it over the top! One Ooh. finger, two finger, three finger, four finger! Oh, he lands all four fingers! Slams it down! Oh. Boom! Oh. Your winner, Lincoln Huck! Bear meet in mind, halfway. meet me halfway on this. We were told meet incessantly that it was a two-loss elimination tournament, Whole and time. Bull had never lost. Never. So Bull got fucking robbed. In his five years, he's never <laughs> lost, and especially not in this tournament. So it's like, wait, um, where's, where's the second match? Yeah, exactly. Maybe they disqualified him for the first bit and the punch to the face. Well, that's kind of bullshit. That's bullshit, if you ask oh, me. Oh, I get it. So but I, anyway, but Bull takes it on the chin. He's like, hey, you earned my respect. You're all right. You know? And not only does he that, 
Grandpa's been watching this final match the whole time, and he's kind of like, he's been a horrible dad for 12 fucking years. He's never been around, but he beat a guy in arm wrestling. Yeah. I respect that guy now, and I want him to have his kid back. Every good movie ends this way, though, where it's like all of your enemies instantly drop their like concerns and frustrations and tribulations with you, and it's just like, you know what? I was wrong this whole time. This motherfucker's for real. Did you see Bull? It was huge. Yeah. Lincoln, more like Lincoln Log, because he's tiny. Okay. <laughs> See what I did there? Not really. You had to God. explain it to me. God damn. I met you. I'll meet you Do you, you know what a Lincoln though. Log is? I know what a Lincoln Log is. I didn't get where you were going with it. Well, in comparison I don't, to... Never I don't mind. Let's drop this. So... One of the big, you know, we were you were really interested in like some of the sub sub like under the surface stuff about like how it was very one percent versus average American, I guess. Real American, real American, like yeah. Hulk Hogan. Exactly, like balding Grandpa blonde hair represented the one percent. He's a fucking snob. He looks down on yeah. people that eat chicken fried steak and drive trucks, even though they keep America rolling. They really do. I really uh. I got to say, I feel like you might know where I'm coming from here because we, you, you know, you do uh, uh, you, you do your work with uh, various clients of yours. Right. I used to do work with various clients. Right. We know what it's like to get our hands dirty. Well, we know what it's like to get our hands dirty. But I also have to imagine, in my experience, I've worked for plenty of, like, doctors who people are like, holy shit, they're the smartest fuckers on the world. Right. Doctors are dumb as fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah, they know... and. Thank God they know their uh, profession well. Absolutely. They know it well. But anything else, good luck. Like, I, I, the two people I had to explain how a remote control works most to, old people and doctors. (laughs) Seriously. Like, their brain, all their brain power is funneled in that one thing. So, what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. Lincoln's a pretty smart guy not all about book smart you got a point and what i found uh the positive of this movie was is that grandpa snob that he is he met lincoln halfway he met him halfway and they they they're equals now i wish we could meet each other halfway in today's america that's all we need the people because we're not even meeting ourselves a quarter of the way yeah it's totally divide oh my god we're divided yeah. halfway, not meeting halfway. We talk about the top 0.1%. We're only giving the 0.1% to the other side. We're not meeting halfway at all. No, we're not. Fucked up. But um, So the movie ends. I guess Grandpa gives the parental rights back to Lincoln. Yeah. And all so I, I'm guessing that this kid's going to drop out of school and just travel with Lincoln on the road. <laughs> yeah. So They start joking around about how they're going to start because... Hawk was telling him, like, I got this plan, you know, I'm going to get a lot of money, and then I'm going to start my own uh, truck trucking entrepreneur company thing. And have and a smart guy like you run it. I need, uh, I need a smart guy like you to run it. And he's like, well, how about Son and Hawk? Son and Hawk? Yeah. Like, how about Hawk and Son? Uh, a great bonding moment. And then he puts the final scene, he puts the Hawk hood ornament on the new truck, and they go right off into the sunset. Right on. And we hear, did we hear Meet Me Halfway again? I think we heard In My Country or something. Okay, but we should have heard Meet Me Halfway. Yeah, it should have been Meet Me Halfway. And that's it. I'm still not a convert, but 
I enjoyed talking to you Dude, about it, girl. I met you halfway by I, talking about it. I appreciate it. it, and I hope I was able to convince you this is a far better movie than you remember in high school because, <laughs> god junior damn. Junior high. Oh, wow, junior high. Yeah. Shit. I see why you didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, man, I I still... This, this movie puts a fucking huge smile on my face. I was watching it today to really recap, and the whole time I was just grinning. It's like so much emotion. Would you say this is uh, Sly at his best? Fuck no. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> oh, okay. I would. What, really? What would be his best? His best movie? No, no, no. At his best? Sly acting. Oh, acting? Mm-hmm. Shit. Think of his range in this movie. Think of any I, other movie. Would you say Rocky? I no. Would say Ro- no, I would. No, not Rocky. He doesn't emote in that movie yeah, at he all. He does? What are you talking about? He's like a <sighs> sensitive dude. Yeah. <sighs> I, okay. Well, what? I'll meet you halfway and agree Are, to disagree. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think there's anything. I, I, I wouldn't. I think Cobra, he does more like emoting than this one. What are you talking about? <laughs> <What are> you? <laughs> no. Okay. We, I'm not even going to meet you halfway on that one. We're going to okay. disagree. You know to disagree. what? This movie's over. We're done meeting each other halfway. Yeah. Let's yeah. get angry with each other. What are we going to do next week? Griff, I'm glad you asked me that because. It was nice to to get back to the old Golden Globus home that we're known for. Yeah. And we're going to immediately go right back out that door. Oh, we're veering off-road? We're going to do it again. Sorry, guys. But there's a guy we need to talk about, a guy that doesn't get the love he deserves. Oh, boy. You know who I'm talking about. I forget. Our boy, Lorenzo Lamez. Oh, shit! And his saga... Snake Eater. Oh, my God. And unlike, we're not going to waste our time on all of them. We're going to say we save the best for first. We're going to do Snake Eater 3. Oh, my God. It has, it has my, after Steve James, it has my favorite sidekick of yeah. all time in a movie. We'll, we'll explain it. I don't want to it's a boil in it. I want you guys to watch it. It is on YouTube for free. Yes. And I just want to say, I'm I, look, we're happy you listen to any of our episodes, but... You know, our popular ones are always obviously the, the Van Dams, the Stallones, but you you should listen to some of these more like off the beaten path movies because they're fun too. You're missing out on a lot of fun movies with these things. It's for real. Like, I I don't know what to say about it. It's just they they are some of the most enjoyable things. Just how. I, I don't know. What to I say. just say just trust us because we're probably going to get a lot of lessons because people like well, Sylvester Stallone. But trust us. Listen to the next. If you're not like you're just the kind of guy who just listens to every, every once in a while. Yeah. Listens to us. You're not one of the hardcore fans. Just listen to the next episode. We'll prove your eye wrong. You're going to love it <laughs> because it's fucking Snake Eater. Meet us halfway. <laughs> Meet us halfway. And uh, I'm hopefully we'll have our fucking Facebook thing figured out. If not. We're still we're still on Twitter at G and G Theater. So meet us yeah. halfway by after listening, telling your friends how awesome our show is, and they need to check it out because on Twitter we have all you need to know about how to listen to our podcast. So it's, we got pictures, we got links, we got everything at G and G Theater on the Twitter. 
And then I do some photos and shit. I skipped last week because I was burnt out after three hours yeah, of editing. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we had. Uh, please, I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode because it was not anywhere near as smooth it, as it may have sounded. Yeah, it, it sounded pretty well. I'll toot my own horn. I wasn't here. even. I was. I was yeah, I wasn't sounded. even editing, and I was here till like twelve thirty. Yeah. So yeah, and it was still another like hour. <laughs> it was a late night. But so, let's not make this a fucking late night. Right, so we'll look forward to, hear, to, hear, to hearing for you guys to hear us next week for Snake Eater 3. Deal with it. Keep it warm.